internet and welcome to inspecting the unexpected i'm melinda and i'm liz this is episode four of where we discuss unknown phenomena and weird goings-ons if you want to know what this how this works one of us tells the other about something they find interesting and then at the end we debate on and come to the conclusion if it is a sham mayhap or substantial and if you're a weak-minded person that means fake maybe real or definitely real so this week we're actually doing something a little bit different you want to tell them what we're doing liz we are sharing our own experiences with the paranormal and explaining how we got into the interest in the first place yeah it's gonna be really fun liz do you want to tell us just how it went with your childhood how you just like got more and more interested in it so being raised Christian, a lot of the Christian belief is in good and bad spirits, so God and the devil. So it's something that was a foreign idea to me, mm-hmm. but it was very basic and very uh, black and white. Yeah. And as I got older and started learning more about like different religions and how they work and different ways that people interact with the supernatural, I thought, you know, how how big of a chance is there really that there's only one explanation for everything that doesn't really work? So using my most basic knowledge, I've been expanding into other ideas lately. And Mm -hmm. it's really interesting that there could be something more out there than what we expect. Yeah, that that makes total sense. When I was younger, my mom told me a story that a ghost appeared in the background of a picture that her friend took. And I'm pretty sure she might have showed me the picture and you could faintly see a little girl Mm -hmm. in the background. And that got me kind of hooked. At school, there were paranormal. There was like a paranormal section in the library. I was like in the fifth or sixth grade, and I'd read all of the books for it, like on rotation every week. Yeah, because you're only like to take allowed to take like one or two books. Okay. Every week, I took one or two of them home, and uh, they'd be about Area Fifty One to Bigfoot to Ghost to Loch Ness Monster. Who was, when I was a kid, was my dream to go find the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. Even though now I look at it and it's definitely not real. Right. <laughs> but it all stemmed from that seed. And from that, I became a paranormal fanatic. I'm super into everything. As you will see, I feel like I'm more into it than you are. Sure. <laughs> You're more, like, excited about it. Like, oh, what's this? What's that? And I'm And I'm more... Why not? <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. It sometimes does scare me. I do. I stay away from Bigfoot and cryptids. Right. But skinwalkers. Yeah, I stay away from that. Like, we will talk, talk about it in this podcast. Yeah. We're definitely saging the room and praying after, though. It, it's just when it comes to cryptids, I'm not taking any chances. Right. But with ghosts, I will only sage the room because sometimes there are demons that trickle in. Yeah. We don't like demons. Mm-mm. I did grow up Christian too, but my mom was weirdly more into it than most Christians were. But I think she grew up. Okay, fun fact. Uh, my my introductions go way longer than yours. I'm sorry, <laughs> but my mom grew up next to a cemetery growing mm. up, and she would and her family grew up atheist. Okay, so they did not believe in any any like deity or anything like that. But um, so my mom. She could see ghosts as a kid, and it got less and less as she got older, as a yeah. lot of people do. But she, as because she lived right next to a cemetery, a random like spirit would come into her room and like would be talking to her, and then she'd go to her parents, and they'd be like, "No, ghosts don't exist." But it's always been like a back of her head kind of thing. Yeah, I think because of that, it's been I've been way more open to paranormal and spiritual things because of my mom. I think, even though 
I don't believe everything she tells me. Right. But it it definitely has gotten me super fascinated having a mom that grew up and just acknowledging it. Yeah. And being told that it doesn't exist. Because there's a lot of people out there that, been, that get told that doesn't exist. Right. And it's really depressing. So do you want to tell your story, the stories now? Absolutely. So I haven't, I'm kind of boring, so I haven't had that many cool experiences with the supernatural. Mm-hmm. But my first experience was when I moved into my aunt's house a couple years ago after I moved out of my parents' house for the first time. And I, I was in her, and she has a three-story house out in a really rural area. Like, mm-hmm. we only have a couple neighbors and, and that are on the same block as us, and everything else is just farmland. Yeah. And so it was a three-story house, and I lived in the basement part, and she had the top two floors. Mm-hmm. And she works... You know, she works a lot a couple hours away from home and she would stay up, stay the night up there a lot of the times because she works really late. Mm-hmm. So I barely really even saw her as I worked kind of full to part time and was home more during the day while she was gone all day and sometimes all night. It's also important to note that we all we each had one dog each. Mm-hmm. So usually if I hear like a bump during the night or something, I could be like, oh, well, her dog's just upstairs. Yeah. Or my dog's making noise in the other room or something. Mm-hmm. But she would mention once in a while that she's heard voices in the house before where no one was around and none of her TV was on and stuff like that. Yeah. Is your heart beating fast? I'm doing that thing where I don't breathe. Oh, you need to breathe, man. <laughs> breathe. <laughs> so one time I was home when she she had been gone for a while. So at first I was skeptical about the voices because it's like, eh, almost anything can be kind of explained. And Yeah. But one time I was downstairs cleaning my room and nobody was around. None of the neighbors were even home because they all worked and one of the neighbors, they only come to their house there like every weekend. Yeah. And this was in the middle of the week. This was like Tuesday. Yeah. And I was playing some music on kind of low and I started hearing kind of some background noise that didn't, that wasn't supposed to be on the video I was watching because I'd heard this song a million times. Yeah. So I turned it off and I could hear voices upstairs. Ooh. And I'm like, oh, maybe my grandpa's here. Yeah. But I realized that it was definitely not my grandpa's voice. He has a very distinct voice mm-hmm. as, as does any other person that I would expect to be in the house. And... I just stayed kind of quiet and I was listening because I remembered that she would say that she was she would hear voices sometimes. So I stayed really quiet and I thought, well, maybe her dog boned the TV remote or something. But I remembered that she brought her dog to work that day. And so there was not supposed to be anything upstairs. Mm-hmm. And what it sounded like was a man and a woman having a tense discussion. Ooh. Not an argument. There's no yelling. There was yeah. no, There wasn't really a big up and down in tone, but definitely not the... Oh, how are you doing? Oh, my day's good. It was it was like they were discussing something serious, but were deciding not to yell. Yeah, it's like a, when your parents are arguing and they don't want the pa- like the kids to hear it. Right. Okay. Yeah, but a very pointed discussion. So I kept kind of listening, and it would I would hear a pause every so often, and I would hear footsteps, and it sound it sounded like high heels. Yeah. So it being sounding right above me would have been the living room yeah and then the footsteps would go into the kitchen mm-hmm. and then bump a cabinet yeah she has a big wooden china cabinet which yeah. makes a very distinct sound when you bump into it yeah so i'm like oh she's in the kitchen but there's not supposed to be anyone up here yeah so they would move things around mm-hmm. and walk around in between discussion and it went on for about 20 minutes Dang. and after it stopped i called her and said okay i just heard it and yeah. she's like, you know, no kidding. Did 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 it sound like she was moving around? And, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it did. And she says, 
does it, do, is it, you know, do you hear like two men or two women? I'm like, no, a man and a woman. She's like, yep, that's what I would hear all the time. So it was the same thing. So interesting. And I would, I, and at one point I heard her cause she, cause I could hear the two different footsteps. Yeah. Cause his was heavier, you know, and she was coming down the stairs. Yeah. And like stopped at the bottom of the stairs mm-hmm. before my living room and I was in the back bedroom and then turn around and go back up. Yeah. And that happened twice. Yeah. So she's like trying to go all over the house, but kind of can't go all the way up or down the stairs. So interesting. So she, so I'm telling her all that and she's like, yep, yep. Same. So, like, so that would happen all the time. Like that kind of noise. Yeah. And, and so she told me, I just found out the history of the house. Oh. So the house was built and lived in by a man and woman who were married mm-hmm. and they had a young son. Yeah. And they were, they were starting to argue and the neighbors all knew about it and everything. And eventually the, the wife decided I'm done. I'm getting, I want a divorce. Mm-hmm. So his response was to go into her, what was her, her now bathroom and commit suicide. Oh no. Like on her toilet. Uh, did she die too? Or I, as, as far as we know, she and the son moved. Okay. And then he later him killed himself. So it, it was just, so that, that probably means, so, okay, let me explain to you what it sounds like. Okay. So there's a difference between having a paranormal kind of like haunting. Right. And a paranormal, like I forgot what it's called, but it's like a, like a radio mm-hmm. where it's already recorded and it's just happening over and over again. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of negative energy. And it was being replayed over and over again. It's like people who would go up and down the stairs a lot. Yeah. There, there's homes where, like, uh, ghost hunters actually explained this, where there's homes where it just happens so often and so much energy was going through that, mm-hmm. that there's no ghost actually there. Yeah. It's just repeating it. Like, it's just repeating what has happened so many times, especially if there's so much energy. He committed suicide. Her son committed suicide. And they had a really bad marriage mm-hmm. where they, like, she wanted a divorce. So it sounds like it's just, it's actually repeating yeah. history. It's like the house having a flashback of it. Yeah. And it's really interesting because you said that she was hearing the exact same things. Yep. And that's usually a like tale. word for word. Like yeah. the way she would bump the kitchen cabinet. Yeah. So that actually, that's so cool. I, I've never actually heard someone actually have that experience. Yeah. Uh, for me, one of my stories, they sound more like actual ghosts. Mm-hmm. But for yours, it sounds super, super cool. And I love it. The the vibe we got from it was that it was just sad. It was, yeah. you know, because they weren't arguing. They were just having a tense discussion. Yeah. So it was more of a kind of a sad, almost of, you know, like I, like I said, flashbacks thing where the ho- it's like the house was remembering it. Yeah. And there was, so there was no malice. We were never afraid. It was just kind of, kind of weird. Yeah. Like we definitely weren't alone. Yeah. That, that's so cool. I, I've never heard an actual story of that. Yeah, that's a really cool story for your first one. (laughs) So I have a lot of stories, but my first ghost story was about seven to eight years ago. When I was 12, my mom and my brother and I moved into an old townhome a mile away from where I grew up. We had a dog named Scotty who was a really well-behaved dog, actually. He like never barked. He only barked like if someone knocked on the door and it was only like a few barks and that was it. And he was like pretty skittish dog he would get scared by anything and everything yeah so he was practically a cat now when we've moved into the town home scotty would bark all night long like night after night which is really weird for him because he would never bark uh so we thought he was just scared because it was a new home right 
And then one night around 1 a.m., my mom decided to let him out of his kennel while he was barking to like take him out to the bathroom or something. Maybe he needed to go to the bathroom. That was the question. And Scotty immediately ran into the living room and began barking at our PlayStation. <laughs> we didn't understand until we saw the PlayStation was blinking on and off on and off uh over and over again and all three of us sat in the little moon living room scared out of our minds it was hard to sleep that night like because it was just like you always get told dogs bark at ghosts yeah and you don't really believe it but he was barking at the playstation like he literally ran to the playstation and was barking at it and the playstation was turning off and on it was going green red green red and maybe there's a, like an explanation for it but my dog barking at it when he never barks at anything yeah was really weird a few weeks later my brother then they came from home from school and saw a black figure of a man sitting on the couch in the living room after that i hated being in the living room at night because this spirit i don't know what it was it just had the energy of get out like i don't want you to hear and the weirdest part is the town home was brand new we were the first people to live in it so like which is actually interesting most people think houses get haunted over time yeah, but it's what's the history? What happened here? Yeah, but it's actually uh, it's been shown that ghosts just pick a place sometimes and they just stay there. Hmm. Sometimes it's because they died somewhere near there. Maybe they got buried somewhere near, or sometimes it's just they're wanderers and they just found a place to live. Yeah, like people do get spirits attached to them and then they'll follow them all across the world. Yeah. So I don't know what it was about the spirit, but it did not want us here. But in the same telephone, almost every night, I felt whispers in my ear of different voices I had never heard. They were almost always male. They were sometimes calling my name, sometimes telling me random information. Like, and it was really weird. And I didn't think of much of it until I got older and realized that isn't real. Like, not real. That isn't a, like, normal thing. Yeah. Uh, and then it didn't happen anywhere else but the townhome. That was the only place I ever experienced it. Interesting. Yeah. And I don't know what it was, but it definitely was creepy looking back at as a 12 to 13 year old. I just thought it was, like, the normal. Yeah. Like, almost every night I heard it. Like, every night. And I would always have, like, really hard times falling asleep, too. But I've always had that for a long time. But it was even worse in this townhome. Weird. Yeah. And the townhome, as I said, like, it, it felt like just a creepy spirit and never felt welcoming. Like, I, I hated being awake at 3 a.m. Mm -hmm. Like, 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. I was, like, I just had the feeling of being terrified that something was there and did not want me there. And it was always in the living room. So we had like upstairs and down, like we had three levels because it was a townhome. Yeah. The, uh, the top floor was where um, the bedrooms were. Okay. And then the middle floor was the living room and the kitchen. And a little game, like a little study where I had my computer to play video games or write and stuff. If I stayed up too late on like Friday or Saturday, I, I just felt so uneasy. Mm -hmm. like, it was weird. And like my stepdad also saw the dark spirit in the really? living room again. Yeah. And so it just made me terrified. And then another time it was up in, up in his room. And so I literally, because I was so scared of the spirit, I actually asked my mom if I could just stay up and watch TV for that with them. Yeah. For a while until I felt more safe, even though it was a school night. I was meant to go to sleep right at nine. Right. But I, I just couldn't because I was so scared. Mm. Yeah. It's sad. <laughs> yeah. It, it was just a super scary house. Like at night, if, during the day it was fine, but at night it was terrifying. Mm -hmm. But then when I was 14, I moved out of the house, which thank God. <laughs> when it comes to the spirit, that spirit did not want us there. Good riddance. Right. <laughs> and so I moved to a cabin on a mountain. Uh, the town below us uh, isn't much of a town, actually. It's more than just a valley with a few homes with farms and one church in it. You know the place. 
<laughs> a few days of living in the new home, my mom wanted to go up north to get some new things because that's where the cities were. And as we drove up, there was a stop of a historical landmark of the town slash valley. Mm-hmm. So we stopped to look at it and it told us something kind of scary. Like it's it's more sad than scary, to be perfectly honest. It said that there were peaceful Native Americans who lived in that, that valley uh, who were soon attacked by pioneers who took over the land. The Natives soon attacked back, leading to a giant battle of both pioneers and Native Americans, and most of the people died. It was, it was like a massacre. I didn't think much of it until stuff started happening in my house. Yeah. Random footsteps would be heard all throughout the house, even if my mom and stepdad and me were all in the same place. Hmm. Just hear it everywhere. And... Once, while we were eating dinner together, we heard noises from my mom's bedroom. There were footsteps, and that sounded like my mom's drawer was opening and then closing. And we just all sat still looking at each other cautiously because we're like, we're all in the same, same place. All three of us. We don't have, at the time, we didn't have any animals. Mm -hmm. So we're just kind of sitting there, like, shocked that we just heard that. And my stepdad kind of acted like he didn't hear anything, but you could tell, like, from his face that he heard something. He was just trying to brush it off. Mm-hmm. He was trying to be skeptical about it. But it was definitely weird. But the, the thing about the spirit, it did not feel scary at all, like the other one. The other yeah. one, I immediately felt scared. This one felt really, like, whatever <laughs> kind of person. And the funny thing, me and my mom went went to a rock shop and randomly, like, this, the psychic was, like, eyeing me. It was weird. But yeah. it was not in a creepy way. He was he was like, I work with teenagers a lot and I wanted to like talk to you and stuff. And, and he helped with me with a lot of different things. But he did say randomly, he did not know this. He's like, oh, and that spirit in your house is a Native American who is protecting you from the uh, from the cursed land from which you are on. Because he explained that the Native Americans cursed the valley because of what the pioneers did. Huh. And uh, I was just like, we were just like, how did he know that? That you have a spirit. Yeah. And apparently he, he was just, he was a more, he's protecting us and he's more just being there. But we have more things to where he started getting a little bit too much in our space kind of thing. The spirit? Yeah. My mom experienced a s- similar thing of hearing the ghost. Uh, she was in her study and then she turned around to, from her computer to see a man sitting in her chair peacefully. She stumbled back, and with a blink of an eye, heat, the man disappeared. Ooh. Yeah. And then while my brother and his family were visiting, my brother was playing video games in the basement while the kids were both asleep. My mom and sister-in-law were sitting in the living room talking with each other, and they're very loud people. Mm-hmm. So they're talking really loud with each other until they heard a loud shh. My mom called me for my room and asked if I told them to shush. I told them no. I was watching YouTube on my phone. My mom asked my stepdad. He was peacefully looking at his iPad. My brother wasn't doing anything. He was literally just on like his computer. Mm-hmm. And it was like really strange. I didn't hear it either. It was just them two. Yeah. So they heard a lot. Like it was like them telling them to shut up because they were being too <laughs> loud, which I find hilarious. And again, it never really made us spooked out. Yeah. It was just, what are you doing, man? Like, why are you doing this? This this is when it starts to get a little bit more and more like, guys, can you stop? Like with the knowledge of a ghost being my house, I just accepted it mm-hmm. because the other spirit, it felt negative. It didn't feel like a demon, but it definitely felt like they did not want us there. Yeah, it was just a negative spirit. And because anytime I had any slight encounters, I always felt kind, like it was kind and not mean. Like it was just 
an easygoing spirit. Like, it wasn't really much energy at all. Yeah. I remember a few times I woke up randomly in the middle of the night, see, like, someone or something was staring at me in my bedroom. And I would just tell them to go away, and they'd go back to sleep, and I wouldn't feel it anymore. Interesting. That's why I have—I'm very strong about—I know I'm more powerful than ghosts, that if I tell them to just go away, they'll go away. And if I use—I know if I use, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command thee to go away— Mm-hmm. Even though I'm not as religious, I do know I am commanding them to go away. There's really. power in that. Yeah, I, I've had experience where I was once praying as a child, and I actually felt like there were negative spirits or something like crawling up my body, trying to like stop me from having like a spiritual experience. It was really weird. And then I just I quickly stood up, put my hand like to the right, like at a right ninety degree angle, and I said, "In the name of Jesus Christ, I command thee to go away." And instantly the room felt clear. What? And I was safe. And I'm judging. And it's in that same house, my brothers had had experience with what my mom would call demons or with bad spirits. Mm-hmm. So I think they were trying to get me to join them. <laughs> like, they, like my brothers would get terrified from them. And I was just like, hell no. <laughs> Not today, Satan. <laughs> so, like, that's why I've always believed I have more power over you, even if it's a demon, if it's a spirit. And that's why I've learned to try not to be scared of spirits because the bark is worse than the bite there's only yeah. so much effect on you that they can have yeah i mean saying that well i feel like a demon's gonna be like you say that again bitch so this is when the ghost started to get too much in our business where i feel like we all decided that we need to do something about it so one day i got home from school and I went to take a shower my mom and my stepdad were gone so i was just me and my home alone like and again i live on i lived on a mountain no one was around and it like we were like the only ones up there that lived there full time mm-hmm. uh as i took the shower i heard two loud knocks on my bathroom door i froze wondering if my mom was home i called out mom is that you there was no answer when i got out of the shower i looked all over the house to see if my mom or stepdad were home no one was home weird i slept the rest i spent the rest of my day locked in my room until my mom and stepdad got came home just in case even though I had experienced many times around that ghost, that was the creepiest I had ever felt with it. Because mm-hmm. I was taking a shower. Yeah, you're very exposed. Yeah. And I did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> and so that that was the first things that started triggering, I think. Like the ghost is like, okay, you're starting to overstay your welcome. Mm-hmm. Because at one point, ghosts actually, once you acknowledge that they're there, they want you to acknowledge them more. That, that's an actual phenomenon with ghosts. Okay. And especially if you hear them and like you can sense them. And I definitely were starting to sense him. That That's when it's, it's kind of like, you got to go. <laughs> so, yeah. so the, the ghost uh, for a while would just move things, uh, even really heavy things outside. So we had solar panels and had a ladder to get to the solar panels if just in case if it needed anything. And the solar panels were really high up and it was a really heavy ladder that you needed about two or three people to move okay we would come home for like it being right next to the solar panels it being more down the hill on its side weird yeah and like random cabinets would be open and like like things would just move and my stepdad was there anything missing no but it was like it was always moving he it was like he just wanted us to notice him okay it's like notice me senpai (laughs) so this is why my stepdad started to believe that it was there because of the moving of the hmm. the equipment. But then this happened. My stepdad would see a man following him in the corner of his eye. Like, just hmm. casually following him around. And then he'd turn around and he'd be gone. He would see shadows and then they'd be gone. And we would he- at one time, we heard a random piano key be played. And it was like, like right as they right there. I don't even know what the key was. 
and the key was upstairs in my bedroom, even though it was right, right next to us in the kitchen. Yeah. And it was just loud. And me and my mom just looked at each other. My stepdad always pretended he didn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. Of course. But because <laughs> he's a big skeptic. Right. But me, and my son, my, me and my mom would just look at each other like, did you hear that? And, and it just got to the point where it, even though he was friendly, he was starting just to want to be so noticed that it was causing more problems than good. Yeah, he's being intrusive. Yeah. So one of my mom's close friends who was a Norse, he saw himself as a Norse warrior. And he's all, he, do you know, like astral projecting? Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he would talk about doing that all the time. It was really interesting. Hmm. We'll have to talk about it on the podcast sometime. Yeah. But we went and talked to him and he was like, he understood there was ghosts. He apparently supposedly would see them on the astral plane because that's where apparently ghosts are. And yeah. it, it's really interesting. I don't know if I believe it all the way, but it's really cool. And he said, yeah, ghosts just are stuck and they need to just be helped. So he tried to help us figure out a way to get rid of the ghost. So what we what he asked us to do was go into kind of a circle with all of us and ask him to leave through the rainbow bridge. So like apparently it's oh. called the rainbow bridge that you cross over to get to the other side. In Norse mythology. Yeah. And so when we actually like we and said, sent all of our energy into the circle and when we did that, Everything stopped happening. Really? Yeah, we were focusing and said, okay, we appreciate you being here, but you need to cross the Rainbow Bridge and ba- get back to the other side. A- and just stopped. Like, I hadn't, I hadn't felt his energy since. That's interesting. And I got so many different stories from reading a book about uh, elementals. Yeah. Uh, to speaking to psychics and Norse warriors, as I said. Well, we have, that's for other episodes, but I feel like paranormal things just is like a part of who I am. I know I sound crazy. (laughs) I always know that when I tell people things. Yeah. But at the same time, it was just such an important thing. It's been an important thing in my life ever since I was a little kid that I'm so happy that I'm doing a podcast and doing something about it. Like, it's my dream come true. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah. For also, should I do my UFO one, which is super stupid? That might just not be real. Okay. So, um, little bonus story for you guys. Yeah. Bonus story. This is gonna be a long episode. I was a little kid. I wasn't in a booster seat anymore. I know that's for sure. So I was probably like six or seven. Mm-hmm. I was driving with my mom somewhere, as you do as a little kid. <laughs> I was just staring at the window one time. I saw a really weird, like, shape in the sky that did not look like an airplane, did not look like a helicopter. Mm-hmm. And it was moving up, down, left, right, and, like, in weird formations. And then all of a sudden, it, like, disappeared. And I was just, like, staring out the window. I was like, Mom, I think I just saw a UFO. And my mom's like, that's great, honey. <laughs> and I just, like, kept going by. And that's my UFO story. I think that's why I'm more into it. Like, it could have been totally a dream, but it just... Or like a reflection in the window. Or- yeah, but at the same time, during that time, there was no drones. Yeah, really known because it was about two thousand, like two thousand and ten, like maybe earlier. And like, yeah, there's a lot. There were probably drones, but did not look like any of the drones. It was a really weird shape. It was like a Y kind of shape. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's why. I, and it was white. Huh. And it was just in the sky. And it could have. It could have been something else, but I don't know. So that's why I believe in aliens. But yeah, are, are you okay? Yeah, no, I just allergies. Yeah, I'm like, why are you tearing up over this? Oh, well, I UFO. I, I'm suppressing a yawn. As soon as you said yawn, I felt like I need a yawn. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, do you guys have any 
uh, experiences with paranormal. We would love to hear it. Even if you want, we can do an episode where we talk and about it. And then we'll debate whether your experience is real or not. Yeah. <laughs> for my UFO one, I really think it's sham mixed with mayhem. <laughs> for your your one, I definitely, I would 100% believe you. Yeah. Total substantial. The fact that we both were hearing the same thing because it was like a pattern. Yeah. And the interesting thing is, you know, your ghost was very aware of you guys and oh, was keep communicating with you. And with ours, it was like they had no idea we were there. Yeah. It's like they were back in time to that moment. Yeah. So uh, and it was replaying. So, yeah, I, I that's why I feel like it's definitely real because it felt very genuine. Yeah. Like they were genuine people. Yeah. I. Uh, if anyone remember like knows what that's called please tell us because i know it's on the tip of my tongue but i don't know what it's called but it's like a mirroring or something yeah of past and when yes. i was i was like when i heard you saying that i'm like oh my gosh i know what that is <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what it's called but i know what it is yeah and mine was just one like an evil ghost or some crap that hated yeah. us and then the other one was supposedly a protector but it was either the protector left and a new one came but it always kept the same energy mm. for mine. It was just always calm and kind. But that's why I feel like you had the same guy. Yeah, like it it didn't change between him being like leaving you alone and yeah. then being he might have just involved. he just got too excited. We could, we're noticing him. Yeah, like, and I guess he probably felt lonely because it had been a few decades since then. It, like, yeah, it happened in like the eighteen hundreds. That. Fun, like that yeah that that new American war in the area yeah and i can definitely see there's a lot of things about native americans cursing lands mm -hmm. and i definitely think that's probably possible me too so i, I feel like a lot of the native american mm -hmm. beliefs and practices have a lot of significance to them yeah. and you've been in that area like yeah it's definitely it's even so there's even like a lore to it that the reason why, like, there's theories that I, like, my mom was talking to people that have lived there for a while, mm -hmm. that the reason why they have a bit more harder time actually in that valley, actually growing crops. Yeah. And even growing trees. Yeah. It's really hard. And there's always burn, there's always fi wildfires. That's why I have a fear, a fear of wild, like, wildfires. Yeah, we've had some very serious ones out there. Yeah, it's a serious because the land's cursed. Mm -hmm. And if that's true, I'm like, dang, man. Because just a few miles away, you don't have that kind of issues. No. Stuff grows everywhere. Yeah. And like the place we live now, like it's easy to grow a tree here. Right? Yeah. So. And that could just be ge geological. But having been in the area myself, there's definitely something to. Yeah. Because it. the other thing is the land's been le left mostly alone since the 1800s. Oh, yeah. A lot of it's been kind of sectioned off and used for grazing cows. But other than that. There's really only a few houses. Yeah. I'm going to just say this. that Also, that land, for some reason, a lot of ex-criminals are like... Well, that's, be that's because um, that's a historical thing in the last 50 years or so. But what if it's the energy? It could be. Because if, energy invites and light. Yeah. But if it's the negative energy is inviting more negative energy, even though it's kind of an outlet, I have in that area, people's stuff gets stolen all the time. Oh, yeah. And it's like, because criminals are like, I'm sorry, once you go to jail, you go through your thing. But at the same time, the prison system is really bad at rehabilitation. Rehabilitation. Yes. Some people get better. Some people don't. Yep. And I, for the most part. Yeah. And most of the people you meet out there, they're sketchy. Yep. And like the ones that are good are like the genuine farmers yeah. out there that are just trying that to leave you alone. <laughs> yeah. So to me personally, I just think the reason why I had so many experiences in that land was because 
of the massacre and being cursed and like maybe that's also why because of all that energy from the native americans that's why the house got like its energy might have stayed there more easily could be yeah yeah it, it it's just so interesting paranormal stuff and i love talking to you about it <laughs> but yeah those were our experiences mm-hmm. and why we love paranormal stuff so much especially me <laughs> it feels natural to me that there are things going on that we either can't comprehend or aren't supposed to. Yeah, or, like I, I, that's even with religion. Uh, to be perfectly honest, we, we can't comprehend yeah. how the universe is meant to work because we're just itty bitty humans. Yeah, and, you know, sometimes there's certain things that we'll just never know. Yeah, and, uh, and that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Sadly, my instincts uh, is to always find the truth, so I'm always going to be wondering. Which is a great instinct to have. Yeah. And it's my personal belief that once we die, we reach a higher state of intelligence and consciousness where we have answers that we wouldn't have been able to reach before. Yeah, we'll have a clear understanding. And so that's my personal belief. So I I look forward to that. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, maybe... Were there really ghosts? Now I get to actually find out. <laughs> you know? Yeah. All the little unanswered questions will be available. Yeah. So thank you all for watching. Again, if you want to check us out, we're on almost every... We're going to try to be on every like podcast platform. We're trying our best. And then we're on Spotify, of course. And YouTube, if you guys want to see the pictures we put up on there. Yep. And we have an Instagram at uh, Stay Substantial, same with TikTok. And we might be getting a Twitter. And if you just want to hear us say random things about ghosts there or anything, hit us up there. Yep. Uh, but thank you all for watching. DM us uh, any of your guys' stories and we might actually talk about them on here. Yeah, because we, we get a kick out of hearing that stuff. So yeah, we love it. But I hope you guys have a great week, great days, and stay, stay substantial. substantial.